What if you could live a longer, richer life? This is Retirement Revealed, where Jeremy Kyle and his guests guide you towards making smarter retirement, investment, and tax planning decisions. Welcome to Retirement Revealed. I'm your host, Jeremy Kyle, and we're here to turn your retirement savings into retirement income. Today, we're talking to Tom Hine about his balanced wealth approach to living a longer and richer life. Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeremy. Great to be here with you and your audience. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, you are a fellow financial advisor, but you definitely take a little bit of an, I don't want to say a different, but maybe enhanced, an enhanced tack at uh, financial planning. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and what it is you do. So we love, thanks, Jeremy. We love the idea, as I'm sure you have found in the career too. We love the idea of laying out a financial plan, getting a client on the right trajectory, uh, being able to review and meet with them periodically, you know, make adjustments, uh, make sure their wills are fine-tuned, make sure they've done the Roth conversions, all the fun, I call it fun, sometimes kind of geeky stuff, right, that planners like to do. But several years ago, the idea occurred to me that with all that hard work, and I don't know what's happened to you, but... Uh, I had you know several clients over the years die, some unexpectedly and some maybe no, of known diseases, but realizing how much of their life sort of was left on the table, they never got to live. And usually we'd sit with the bereaved widow, the spouse, and they'd have all this money. Yes, they might have kids and grandkids, but you know, no spouse to spend it with. And like most financial planners, you know, we're not doctors, but it got me thinking. What can I do besides all the proper planning, which we do, so that my clients don't, as one, literally one smart uh, guy in the field of health and wellness that works with Tony Robbins, his name is Peter Diamandis, he goes, don't die of something stupid, meaning there are things out there that doctors know what you should do today to prevent a shorter lifespan. And I thought, well, I'm not a doctor, I'm not in medicine, but let me put some of the best ideas in a book which now my clients and future clients can have access to on what is the smart current thinking for people who are both saving for retirement, working hard, but now you want to make sure you have that 20 or 30 year time span, right? To enjoy the money, the very money you work so hard to get. Yeah. And of course, uh, sometimes when you think of health, it is the, um, you know, your, your living and your health is poor. Uh, sometimes you think of the binary of you're, you're not living on there. And I love how you, you start out. I got the, the book right here in your first chapter. You have a great question as a title. What good is a seven figure portfolio if you're six feet underground? And so yes. Tell us a little bit more about that. I love that line. I don't know if that was your own original, but uh, it's great. Thanks, Jeremy. It was actually, I had a very good strategy session with another, a fellow writer. And we were talking about early on and I kind of painted the vision of what I wanted a book to be about, you know, saying that, yes, we all know money's important, but beyond that, you know, family, social connections, neighbors, you name it. And I said, and I've seen a lot of people die, die with a pile of money for no reason. And then he said, you mean talking about blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh my gosh, you're right. You know, we connected it. So the story for your audience is that we don't want your clients, my clients, you know, future people to be solely focused on just the money, the taxes and all to the point where they don't take proper care of their health. And there are a lot more things you can do today because in the end, we know the expression, right? You can't take it with you. 
And there's too many stories of people who passed on well before life expectancy, right, with tons of money. So that first chapter was really the idea that you don't want to sit there and focus solely on the numbers and the wealth as much as you want to make sure that you're doing uh, check-alongs with your health and wellness routine along the way. Yeah, and uh, it, it, I'm just going to catch on to something you said there where you had a strategy session with a fellow writer. So you, you've, you've got this idea that uh, you were interested in health and wellness. You're interested in writing a book and you're, you're finding others to help you out with it, which I think is what you're trying to in turn give out to others of, Hey, I've, I've got a few strategies here to, to share with you. And of course it's in the, the book form. Uh, but one strategy I want to bring up quick, uh, cause you put in your book that you dedicated to your mom, right? You dedicated your book to your mom. And you also mentioned that one reason why is that she taught you the uh, the prayer of St. Anthony. So that sounds like a strategy session you're maybe uh, going to regularly is this, this prayer of St. Anthony. Do you mind just share with me what that means to you? Yeah, thanks, Jeremy, for bringing that up. So for the audience to know that in that dedication to her, I mentioned a couple of things. One, she introduced me to my first martial arts class when I was a teenager. And now, you know, 50 years later, I'm still training. So that was a great gift of longevity started. But the other one, my mom is at 91, healthy and doing the things that 91-year-olds want to be doing with their kids and grandkids. But one of the things she taught us was this unfailing prayer of St. Anthony. And to tell you how the family has grown up with that, recently my son texted his grandma and me on the same day saying, I lost my wallet on a peg. I couldn't find it for 25 minutes, but I said the St. Anthony prayer and I found it in a minute. And that true story, Jeremy, has happened with my daughter as well and other people in the family. So my mom's legacy, and thankfully it's a legacy while she's alive, obviously there's a spiritual component, but this idea that don't be afraid to ask for help. And now not one year goes by when either my son or daughter, one of their friends will say, I lost something and I said the St. Anthony prayer uh, and I found it. So that becomes one of our family you know, the, those family crown jewels that you want to pass on. So thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, it's great that she's uh, passed on this this thought of uh, you can't do it all on your own and, and it's helpful to get some some guidance elsewhere uh, if even uh, from above, which is even even better, I think, sometimes. I found it here, the uh, St. Anthony Shrine. I think that's, uh, we're going to get that link in the show notes because it's, uh, for those interested, they can they can read about the uh, the unfailing prayer to, to St. Anthony. So I'm going to- And sure I will, Jeremy, the, the share here. something important yeah. that I've learned. And again, I'm very, you know, I'm very agnostic in terms of not preaching to my clients or whatever religion they believe in, but all the major studies have shown, and this is good for your audience, regardless of what belief system, you know, as long as it's a healthy belief system, that people live longer that have a some sort of spiritual belief. Um, and a lot of people sometimes poo-poo that, but you might have, your audience might have seen on Netflix, the Blue Zones documentary right, yep. just came out. Um, mm -hmm. And I know some of the people that worked on that behind the scenes um, or related to them in that industry. And it is true. Uh, the research shows, among other things, sunlight, getting outside, connecting with people. But some form of spirituality is really important. And all those people around the world in different cultures exhibit that. So that's why probably it was also for me important in the book to get that in there. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, one of your chapters is uh, we can't be well without good mental health. And uh, of course, having a faith uh, and, and having, especially my Christian faith, right? I um, That doesn't 
immediately take away all you know issues that are out there. You still have um, you know life to go through, but um, what you're putting through is, I think there's a couple parts of it here. Is just because you have your financial health doesn't mean you have your physical health. So you're trying to trying to pull that into it. And just because you might have your physical health doesn't mean you have your mental health, right? So it's it seems to be some sort of uh, you know continuation of life here going on a, a right. circle life state. So it's, I appreciate that you have brought this out that uh, it's not just about the money, it's about other things. And it's not just about, you know, can I get up and walk around, but maybe do I have a purpose? How do I feel uh, about myself throughout the day? You've got a, a lot of things that are really integrated into there. Yeah, it's very important because in the end, especially since COVID and the aftermath, you know, we've seen many different people get affected differently by the mental health and wellness. And, you know, there's a point there where I mentioned about dementia and Alzheimer's research too. So there's one about being mentally balanced and okay too, which is good. Mm -hmm. But as our clients or parents or grandparents age, there's now more intervention and more tests and things that are out there. We want all of our clients to not get caught in that trap of not finding out about Alzheimer's dementia when it's too late. So I'll, even though that didn't go in that same chapter directly, you know, earlier on, I mentioned that uh, that's an important aspect is we want people to be aware, you know, of these screening things and also that they can live that long, healthy, happy, productive life. One statistic you might find interesting was that one analyst put together for every year on earth that everyone lives longer, particularly people at 70, 80, 90, whatever, it's something like 36 trillion with a T trillion dollars is added to the GDP. And the reason why that's important, Jeremy, you and I know, especially with your faith and other uh, other of our clients and peers that have it, a lot of times uh, in many cultures too, is the wisdom of a 70 or an 80 or a 90 year old to help their kids or grandkids say, oh my gosh, I've seen this, you know, that movie before, let me tell you, how you might handle that. And keep in mind that generation grew up without iPhones, you know, the internet. And sometimes I value uh, both in my clients and in, in my mom, my dad passed away in 07, sadly, but I value that human tactile approach, the common sense approach, which maybe we're missing because we're all getting caught up in the, uh, you know, in the iPhone, the electronic media, when really it could be, hey, what does this really mean to me? What's important to me? And as I mentioned there, even switching jobs. If your job is too much stress, you don't get enjoyment from it, uh, do not wallow through five or 10 years of working hard without having the joy because it's not worth it. It's definitely not worth it. Yeah, there's so many things uh, to go through by mentioning uh, kind of what we talked about, financial health, physical health, mental health, spiritual health, all these things there. It's tough to balance it out, which I think is why you, Put together your book title balanced wealth right uh, and you, you've got some things in there about the the balance idea i think your suggestion that maybe if you're in a job that you're in it for the money maybe there's another way to go about it uh because is it really worthwhile and that's probably a bit a bit of um balance too overall it, but you put it you put in there a scorecard tell, tell us about the balanced wealth scorecard because that might be a helpful thing for us to, to yeah the scorecard which we also have on the website at um, thebalancedwealthapproach.com. So it's the title of the book with a .com at the end. But we found the scorecard fascinating because we wanted feedback from our clients on what was important to them. And the reason we call it balanced wealth 
We have four categories related to taxes and retirement planning, but we also have four related to health and wellness. And so we found that when clients do fill it in, it's not a it's not designed to judge them. There's no HIPAA violation on information. We just want them to give us feedback on how they think they're doing in those areas. Because after all, one of the things we know about Jeremy in our line of work, right? You don't want to spend hours and hours creating a great estate plan when the client goes, uh, I don't really want that. I want to give it all to my kids. Well, you'd want mm-hmm. to know that before you spent all that time on the estate plan. So yeah, the scorecard allows them subjectively to score themselves you know, from low to high on a scale of, is this important to me, first of all, or not? And then how do I feel I'm doing at that? So for example, on diet, you know, it might be like, hey, I eat what I want to eat. I don't count calories. I enjoy life. And that's fine. That's maybe who you are. And that gives a certain score. Another score that's a little bit to the right says, you know, I'm mindful about what I eat. I'm aware of, you know, A1C. I want to make sure if diabetes runs in my family. In other words, they're more enlightened about it and they want to be more fine-tuned. Same thing with retirement planning. Some people don't know where all their sources of income are coming from. Others know exactly where they are. So we like to give them that sliding scale where they can give us feedback on those key metrics. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm looking at you right at it, uh, at the, the metrics. And of course, you've got the financial ones like uh, along retirement income and your tax efficiency and investments and risk on there. But the health ones, the stress, your diet, uh, sleep and exercise, the, the sleep one, uh, that's that's an interesting one because that's that's maybe hopefully the one you can control the most. <laughs> it's over... the most important, Jeremy. And it's the most important. Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you that are buffs of, uh, if you follow any of these, you know, there's a lot of um, interest now in health and longevity, and you can't see it till I hold it up. But I've got this aura ring, O U R A, that I wear. I have no financial investment in the company and all that, but I love it because it's like an Apple Watch or a a whoop strap, but it gives you all sorts of data on your sleep metrics, your number of steps per day, your heart rate variability, oxygenation palm. And it gives you a lot of data with all these different sensors. And so if you're into that and you want to track it, it's one way to measure uh, how well are you doing? And then you get to almost gamify this idea of staying healthy. And I can't tell you all my clients that have on their own, you know, gotten the aura ring and really enjoyed it. Uh, because it put them on a path to being more aware of their daily habits. It's Jeremy Kyle here, and I know you're listening to the Retirement Reveal Podcast because you want to learn more about making great retirement decisions. I've created a free video course for you to do just that. Head over to 5stepretirementplan.com and sign up to receive this video training right in your email inbox. We broke down our five-step retirement plan into bite-sized videos so you can get started on the retirement, investment, and tax planning you need to create a consistent retirement income. Go to 5stepretirementplan.com. Use the number or spell it out. You'll get there either way. 5stepretirementplan.com. Thanks for listening. And now for the rest of the show. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that uh, that ring. I was, uh, I've had the, the Fitbit for a bit of time and it just kind of... Uh, conked out it just conked out i thought i'm not gonna bother get another one i don't know if it'll be worthwhile or not well then in that day i'm reading your book and you're talking about the aura ring so i took the time to tell fitbit that i was having issues they gave me a 50 percent off code so that, that they kept me in the loop because now i got the charge six you know in the mail right now coming out to me but hopefully it doesn't conk out again if it does i think the aura ring might be the next one 
I heard that the NBA, they gave every NBA player the aura ring uh, when they did the COVID bubble because yep. they were wanting to make sure that they were, you know, doing well, you know, for other reasons, but then also because uh, they, they thought that that was maybe a bit predictive of whether someone might have had a COVID or not, which is um, interesting. Just your, it's almost kind of measuring your body's reaction to external things. Like, uh, oh, absolutely. Which it is, is interesting. And yeah. if you don't mind, I just thought with the audience, I'll just give them a sneak preview. So what they do, they measure certain categories. Like if you look at the readiness, like it's it's trying to sense, are you ready to take on, you know, the day's activities? Yeah. And it'll go over just so you can see resting heart rate, HRV balance, body temperature, recovery index, sleep. So it gives you these scores. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, one bad day doesn't mean anything, nor does one good day. But it builds trends and insights so that you can figure out, for example, classic one, some of your uh, people watching and listening might know that if you drink caffeine after 1 p.m., the half-life of caffeine is like 10 hours. Mm -hmm. So if people don't find they sleep well at night, maybe they say, you know what, I can't do anything uh, maybe after 11 a.m. or noontime you know, for coffee. Or yeah. a lot of these other drinks that people like have caffeine in there. You go to Starbucks and you want the green tea, even the jade citrus mint, you know, will yeah. have caffeine. So we we often ask people to kind of tinker with these daily life routines and try one thing at a time and go, how did you feel the next day? Or maybe, you know, eat your meal three time, three hours before bedtime, yeah. not two hours. Um, there's a famous three, two, one, Jeremy, you may have heard, but this came up on another, uh, another interview I was doing, but the three, two, one is that uh, and this, again, may not work for everyone, but it's a rule of thumb. So three hours, no uh, you know, no meals closer than three hours before bedtime. Two hours, no alcohol or limited for a wine. And then one hour, no screen time. Obviously, you can throw in blue, you know, the blue light glasses. But the point is, you'd be surprised how these really simple maximums, maxims can improve Um people's routine it doesn't require a doctor you don't need a medical degree and of course all this stuff's online anyway it's just something i want your uh, listeners and people to be aware of because we integrate that into our practice only if the client wants it you know we don't force it on them but if they want to go down this path of more information we share it we actually have doctors locally we can refer them to but if they don't want to do anything but hire us for traditional wealth management we're happy to focus on just that as well. Yeah. And I think what I saw in here, let me see if I have some notes. Did you, I'm reading in here that you said something about you are your own primary doctor, right? Tell, mm -hmm. tell me about that. It's a great quote, Jeremy, and thanks for bringing that up. We call it, we want you to become CEO of your own health. And that is unlike, and this is not, by the way, a knock against all the great doctors and nurses and APRNs. They all, we all know this. They've been overworked through COVID and, you know, their shifts changed and all these challenges. So what I want people to learn from this is with your own, you know, whether it's through my book or others, if you're being proactive about your health and wellness routine, becoming CEO of your own health, just like your CEO of your own finances, right, is we want you to be mindful like, does everyone know what their vitamin D level? You'd be surprised. I bet you 80% of your listeners don't know. And yet vitamin D um, in supplements is one that's rarely tested for in your bloodstream. But you can generally ask your doctor to add that to his or her annual exam. You know, when they give you that notice a month before, 
why not find out? You know, doctors don't want it below 30. Some want it above 50. Some want it above 60. But my point is a lot of people don't even know what their level is or their A1C, right? Uh, there's some great books, one that came out uh, by Peter Atia on how many people that look physically normal or actually metabol metabolically unhealthy as done by studies. So we just want people to be not paranoid, but be aware of things they can do at any age to be more proactive about their health and wellness journey. Yeah, I like the idea of uh, the proactive and uh, also too, what you run there, how tracking your progress and in, in your health and wealth. And you, you mentioned your you know, aura ring that you uh, use kind of on a daily thing. But another, another suggestion is the idea of a total health assessment. So tell me more about a total health assessment. Tell me why I should get a total health assessment. How will it help us live longer? Yeah, great one. And again, you know, for the audience, I say I'm not a doctor, right? I play one on TV. Yeah, but go. let me share with you the insight. So this is, by the way, this is definitely a budgetary constraint. So you have to be careful, meaning there are many places for five or $6,000 can do advanced blood work, and that's fine too. I'm not saying don't do that. You really want to run it by your own medical doctor. You know, don't just work with strangers. But for those people that either have the wherewithal, the money, they might have been gifted money, they might have been inherited money, um, the prices change a lot. But between fifteen dollars and $20,000, which is well worth it in my opinion, knowing what I've done, I hired a firm that went through and did a full body MRI, including the brain scan. They do a 3D scan of your heart. Now, keep in mind, my family had health histories in some of these areas. That's why I wanted to do it, to be proactive. But what they do is they give you a baseline, right, of where you are today. And then they do genomic sequencing, right, with the saliva. They can test you. For example, I found out, no surprise, a while ago, I don't have the right ability uh, to break down caffeine. That's why I bring that up a lot is I can't have caffeine or I shouldn't even decaf maybe afternoon or one o'clock. I can do it. But if I do, that will affect, uh, affect my sleep score. So when you go these full body scans, and again, they have to be reputable companies that are not, you know, pushing things, but along with your sequencing, your genome, we now, have a, they have a full picture of, wow, this is what your insides look like. This is what your gene is telling us. And in the end, I'm just saying there's so much more data now for people available that again, they can take action early in life to avert a bad outcome. Even They've even found arteriosclerosis building up on teenagers, mm. teenagers' arteries. I yeah. won't get into the diet, but the point is you can imagine doctors used to think that that didn't happen to your 30s or 40s. And now, according to very well-known medical writers, they're finding it there at an early age, which is obviously not a good thing because it builds up over time, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, uh, you give us a lot of great suggestions, ways to, or I guess really paths to look down for improving our own uh, health in a lot of areas. But what, what tips or what what ideas did I forget to ask you? Tell, tell me. Your, yeah, your so I would say... Here. I like to say this, Jeremy, most people spend more time planning a two-week vacation than watching their overall health, right? So I want mm -hmm. your listeners and people to know, look, you want to go through your life, enjoy it, do the things you want to do. But if you find yourself going, oh, wow, I'm going to plan this great vacation you know, to Europe or to Italy or to Spain, do it. But at the same time, at any age, right, say, have I had my checkup with my medical doctor or do I know what my family 
you know, do I have diabetes that runs in the family? Do I have other issues? Not again, not to make you paranoid, but at every age, if you're mentally aware of what's going on, you know, the old joke about if you're looking to buy a certain type of car, that's all you see on the highway, right? right. And you're looking for a car. Same thing. When you start thinking about your health and wellness, you'll be attuned to articles, you know, podcasts, whatever, and go, oh, my, you know, my grandfather had Alzheimer's. Let me find out more about it. Or my mom just went through this health scare with cancer, uh, pancreatic, whatever. I just want them to be mindful because the data, the great thing, Jeremy, for people alive today, the data is out there, right? There's reputable, whether it's Mayo Clinic, you know, Cleveland Clinic, Dana-Farber, you name all the great ones. They have all that stuff, but people have to want to search for it or at least be aware, is this my journey? All we want to do for our clients is make them mindful, and that's why the book was written, that for me to make you more money or convert more money to a Roth or save you on your Irma Medicare premiums is great. But is that really going to bring you 20 more years of health and longevity? And the answer is no. You've got to become CEO of your own health so that you can enjoy all that money with your kids and your grandkids and even your great-grandkids. Yeah, I like that uh, that phrase, CEO of your own your own health. I like that. I'm, gonna, I'm writing that down as we speak, just uh, as a good reminder for me and for everyone on there. Good. Well, I've got uh, one more question for you, Tom. But before we do that, uh, tell us what's the best way to reach out to you. Yeah, so we have we're at Capital Wealth Management in Glastonbury, Connecticut. But the book, the easiest way is it's on Amazon, of course. Would love a any great reviews you have. But if it's you know the balanced wealth approach dot com is the easiest way to reach out to us on the website or um capital wealth management literally spelled out c-a-p-i-t-a-l w-e-a-l-t-h m-a-n-a-g-e-m-e-n-t capitalwealthmanagement.com is how they can reach out to us and i would love feedback on the book because i have doctors that are standing by if i get enough of an audience about 20 or 30 people on a zoom meeting I can have one of these well-known doctors give a free one-hour clinic, they will, on here's the things you need to know. And if there's a bunch of 20 and 30-year-olds, they'll gear their talk to that age group. If there's people 45 and older, you know, so we love sharing that information. There's no requirement. There's no money. There's no cost. There's no HIPAA violation. It's just pure information that we want to share so people can say, wow, I learned something today for myself my wife, my husband, or my family. So those are the ways they might want to reach out to us and engage us. Yeah, well, thank, thanks for that. And thanks for uh, sharing all the things, the research you've done in, in your book. Uh, we love to share and give away books on our podcast here. So the first three people that email me, podcast at kylefp.com, I'll uh, get uh, a copy of Tom's book mailed out to you uh, directly. And of course, we'll have all the links that you share, Tom, uh, in the show notes as well. Thank you. It's a, it's a joy. And as we said, you know, we want people to really focus on the important things in their life that do matter above and beyond money, whether it's, you know, charity and helping others, uh, whether it's sometimes, you know, going the extra mile for, for somebody and a family member. And the more that we do that for each other, given all the challenges going on today, you know, with Israel and Palestine, all these tough things, we want to do our best to spread that word of sort of love, happiness, and longevity. Because in the end, there's a famous quote I learned is, a healthy man has a thousand dreams, but a sick man only has one. Yeah, right, right on. 
we want everyone to have a thousand dreams and pursue what they want to out there. That's exactly it. That's great. Well, thanks, Tom. Well, I, a final question for you. Tell us something about yourself that few people know. And remember that this podcast is ready to clean. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you. Uh, most people don't know that I'm a fourth degree black belt in martial arts. And my first instructor, uh, who I connected with recently, actually sparred against um, Chuck Norris and his team in the 1960s and 70s during that Bruce Lee Enter the Dragon era. So a lot of people don't know the connection. Uh, and the second thing is, they might not know, uh, a big UConn Huskies fan. So both men's and women's basketball teams. I'm an undergrad and MBA from UConn. So those are two little tidbits of information. Oh, that's fun. Thanks for sharing that. Good. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Tom. It's been a, a wealth of knowledge. I call it a balanced wealth of knowledge. How's that? <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Yeah, you got it. And thank you for listening to the Retirement Reveal podcast. We believe if you know more about your money, you will feel better about your money and you will make better money decisions. This was another great episode of the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to automatically get our latest episodes. If you liked our show and want even more, please give us a rating and a review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would love to hear from you. Please go to retirement-revealed.com to learn more and send us your questions and feedback. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners, Thrivent, or its affiliates. The guests are not affiliated with or endorsed by Thrivent Advisor Network. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal accounting or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is part of the Thrivent Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investment advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have with your investment planning. Advisory persons of Thriven provide advisory services under a doing business as name or may have their own legal business entities. However, advisory services are engaged exclusively through Thrivent Advisor Network LLC, a registered investment advisor. Kyle Financial Partners and Thrivent Advisor Network LLC are not affiliated companies. Information in this message is for the intended recipients only. Please visit our website, www.kylefp.com, for important disclosures.